Hi, this is the Liverpool Echo's latest Everton podcast, previewing the Blues over in Swansea tomorrow. I'm with Dave Prentice, Phil Kirkbride, and this is Greg. And we're going to get started with uh, Roberto Martinez talking about Darren Gibson. Obviously, we're unlikely to see Darren for the rest of the season now, but Martinez insists that he's not an injury-prone player. Dave, what do you make of that? Um, I think he's hiding behind their phraseology there. I mean, Darren Gibson does pick up more than his fair share of injuries, and you know, but ergo, he is injury-prone. I know they try and steer away from that phrase because it, it can be seen as a bit demeaning, and uh, I think possibly what he's trying to say is that Darren Gibson has been very, very unlucky rather than somebody that has... Uh, a person that is susceptible to injuries because they have been a, you know, a, a wide range of injuries it's not the same thing that he's picking up all the time um, but it has been extremely frustrating that he has picked up so many because whenever we've seen him in his Everton career he had something different he's a very very good player um, he brings a little bit of penetration into the middle of midfield a great range of passing and uh, you know, I like him very much as a footballer I just wish we could see more of him uh, unfortunately that hasn't been the case because of his injuries and I suspect that's possibly why you know he, he's not still at Manchester United uh, because he, he couldn't put together a sufficient number of matches you know, to convince the management there that he was worth persevering with. So uh, I'm afraid I'll have to take issue with Roberto on this one. <laughs> he is injury prone. I think maybe though he, he's almost trying to protect the player a little bit and, and he sort of hinted yesterday that he's you know it's another setback mentally for him and I've, I've spoken to Darren about about the, the knee injury that he'd overcome, and he said how close he was to actually fearing he had to like jack, jack it in. So it's another setback, and it's probably tough for him to take mentally as well as physically. Um, so maybe that's Roberto trying to sort of just just protect him a bit from from any accusations that he is injury prone because he won't want to hear it, will he? Even though he might privately acknowledge that he is he is that. It's interesting that Martinez said that he's already proved his worth, and you know. Even if he doesn't kick another ball, which he probably won't now until the end of in May, that you know there might be another contract on the horizon. We don't know, and it is still season as part of his plan. Well, I mean, he kind of, and I wasn't when I spoke to Darren last month, and he wasn't, and I wasn't getting at this, but he kind of bulked when I mentioned his age, and he was like, you know, I'm, I'm not that old, and he's and he's only 27. 27. Yeah. I think people forget that, and he's he's hugely experienced. And I looked. I went the other week looking back through his career and he's played in Champions League semi-finals and stuff and I just think that if they can keep him fit he's such an asset and somebody that and Roberto knows this and, and, and his staff know this is something that somebody that can be a genuinely valued member of this squad well, I think injuries you know sometimes do come to wrongly you know be labeled on certain players i mean looking back in everson's history and there's some of the players that have turned up with massive injury records i mean peter reed was injury prone no doubt about it the paul had broke his leg twice and had a career ending or you know potentially career ending knee problems uh, which is why everson signed him when they did for 60 grand you know which was an absolute steal at the time but he managed to get two or three seasons of you know pretty consistent football uh, in, in succession, won the PFA Player of the Year award and inspired ours into all manner of uh, trophy successes. So yeah, I mean, I think Darren Gibson is definitely worth persevering with. I mean, I, I can understand why Roberto wants to offer him a new deal uh, because he does have talent and hopefully he will get a run like Reedy did all those years ago of freedom from injury, which will allow us to see the qualities that he's got. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with, uh, with Roberto Martinez offering him an extended deal there because I think he's worth it. Obviously, he won't be involved in the Swansea game. Phil, you're headed across there soon. Thoughts on on the fixture itself? Everton in 12 looking far healthier than they were looking even a few weeks ago. 
Um, yeah, it's got. To be, I mean, the the approach is going to be interesting because Saturday against Southampton was one of the first times that it was obvious to me that that the manager had set up the team to stop the opposition rather than you know the last season this sort of fearless free free free-flowing attacking football where it, the, the, the opposition was almost an irrelevance because Everton was so confident and flying. But the way he set up, to a degree, was, was sort of influenced by the fact that Lukaku was injured. But he sort of went 4-1-4-1 and, and pushed James McCarthy further up there to stop Southampton playing out from the back as much as they like. And it was interesting. So, um, you know, if Lukaku's injured again, or sorry, not, not, not recovered from his hamstring injury, I would... Suspect, or my, you know, my hunch is that Roberto might go similar, given the way Swansea, you know, want to play, and obviously it's something that he brought brought through with that club. So I could see him playing in in, in that kind of not particularly pretty way, but effective way, and it's kind of a tactical tussle again. And I'm sure he'll he'll back himself to win that against Gary Monk. It's weird Swansea because if you think back to um, the, the way Everson performed against him when David Moyes was the manager, you're one of those teams that you can virtually guarantee. Everton would take three points from, no matter how well Swansea were doing. Something about the tactical setup, the way that you know Moyes organised his team to take them on, always found them out. And even when they were having that incredibly good run, uh, they came to Goodison and got beat one 0 You know, Moyes just had them set up, uh, you know, to able to deal with whatever they could throw at them. It's been a little bit different, you know, under Roberto Martinez regime. I mean, the FA Cup tie uh, last season, you know, Swansea played really well that day, and Everton were a little bit fortunate, maybe. Uh, to come through. I think it was turned by Stephen Naismith, wasn't it, when he came on? Uh, but Everton certainly owes Swansea because you and me, Greg, were down there for the uh, the League Cup tie earlier this season and Everton didn't turn up that night. That Tried was a sh that. Oh, shocking performance, wasn't it? So, you know, the, a lot of Everton fans made the long trip down there that night uh, for basically no reward. So, you know, there'll be plenty going down there again this weekend, you know, and hopefully they get a little bit of payback this time because, you know, the, it was a, an awful night that night. Going off on a tangent a little bit, but it's interesting what you, you're saying there about Moyes and figuring them out. I always remember watching Moyes team, and it was Kale when he was still at the zest and spring in his legs, and they just they were clearly been told to press, press, press relentlessly on Swansea, and they stopped the on Britain, they stopped them playing from the back, and it was hailed as a big tactical success. It was one of, as you say, many wins. It's just ironically, we you know ends up with Martinez, the manager, play the same way, and so many teams have come to Goodison. Uh, and you know, away have done the same thing to Everton, and sometimes it's very hard to to play against a high, hard pressing game when you want to play passive football. But you've got to think of your way around it. I mean, when when teams are playing that way against you, you have got to go long sometimes. You know, you have got to stop teams from ganging up on you at the back by just knocking the ball a little bit further along. Ask your centre forward like Lukaku to hold it up a little bit longer, and they're trying to ease the pressure that way. Every team does it. You know, no, you know, it's no team is too precious or too proud. You know, to admit that they can't do that. But, you know, I think Roberto is, possession is all. And uh, for that to work, you've got to have players that are absolutely so comfortable in possession, it's untrue. And you tend to only get players like that at Barcelona and, you know, the absolutely, you know, top clubs. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, if, if Swansea do go that way at the weekend, you know, how Everton, you know, try and, uh, try and counter it. I would say, though, I mean, recently, Roberto and is obviously clearly allowed or helped or instructed the team that they have that option to go along. Newcastle at home, you know, that must-win game. He had he had the luxury of Kone and Lukaku, you know, as a sort of front three with Lennon, which helped. But the first goal came from a long pass. I don't I don't think he's ever averse to long passes. It's it's just aimless hoofs up the pitch. But So I think maybe it's, it's perhaps a touch unfair to say that he, he he's ab 
absolutely dead set against any form of long ball. But because, um, as I say, we've seen it recently that he has been willing to sort of mould, and he's come. Out, he came out very forcibly, didn't he? In, in, you know, in the echo on uh, on Tuesday, you know, saying I'm I'm not this stubborn manager that people think I am, and you know, I've been flexible and and, and malleable everywhere I've been. So I think it's perhaps a little harsh when some people do sort of uh, tar him with that brush, but I can understand why they do. No, it's true. I mean, the manager always, the book stops there, he's the man who always gets the flack, but I thought the Phil Jagielka interview, which was up on the site today, was excellent, where he talks about uh, being able to look in the mirror. He says, I can look in the mirror and know that I've performed the best of my ability this season. And he has, I mean, certainly over the last like a month or so, Jags has been absolutely monumental. But I'm not so sure that every single one of the other players in that squad can say the same thing. I think sometimes you know they need to be a little bit more introspective. You know, look at what they've done, and you know, suggest well, yeah, maybe I could have done a little bit more there. Martinez won't ever publicly rail against players. Probably wrongly, I would suggest. I mean, I thought it was ludicrous to suggest that it was clinical finishing that you know got Everton knocked out of Europe rather than an appalling performance by one of the centre backs that night. But he won't do that because he won't you know hang the sense of you know individual players out to dry. But I think certainly some players need to look at themselves and think, yes, maybe I could have given a little bit more this season. No, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. You know, I think I think there have been several players who've who've, who've underperformed. In, but Jags, you know, as he rightly says, and he, you know, he's not one for plaudits, as he says in that piece, um, has been superb. You know, he had that sort of post World Cup hangover, and I think, you know, particularly after the Chelsea game at Goodison, people were saying, oh, that's it, he's he's gone, finished. You know, he, that's it. Now we need to we need to replace him. But it, you know. Anybody who's watched him enough knows that that's absolute rubbish, wasn't it? You know, and he's come back, and he's, you know, certainly through whenever and have needed him, he has he has been the captain and the leader, hasn't he? You know, and I don't think there's any any doubt about that. Don't do that for ten minutes, does it? Yeah. The Samsung S9 Plus. Voor een genadeloos lage prijs? Check tele2.nl voor de beste deal voor jou. Niet omdat het moet, maar omdat het kan.